everybody. This is Caitlin at Samson 12, partnering with Jim McAfee with Image Awareness and my mom. Um, let me start by disclosing my personal relationship with Carla Webb and Jim McAfee. Carla is my mother. She met Jim for the first time in the 1990s when she came to him for nutritional advice. And here we are in 2020, still going to gym for nutritional advice <laughs> and getting even more wowed by the, by, by the advice we're getting. So Jim is a board-certified clinical nutritionist and a member of the Scientific Council of the International and American Associations of Clinical Nutritionists. He is the Director of Nutritional Research for Image Awareness Wellness Institute and a member of Neolife's Health Professionals Council. So I'm going to go and hand this over to my mom, who has a question for What's you. What's our topic? Anything? It was um, avocados. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I never thought that I would be, that I would start liking good food, because you've known me for years. Yeah, junk food junkie. Junk food junkie. I've never <laughs> been so thrilled. I, you know, I was trying. Jim would describe like facetious. my ideal diet, and I'd be like, "Ew, <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all." But I have to say, my favorite memory is when I walked into Lion's Restaurant and I saw you having a chocolate, a strawberry shake. I'm like, "Thank you, God." <laughs> Well, I he don't does remember have, that. He does. Oh, I do. I remember. <laughs> you had one shake. <laughs> but anyway, you know that... We used, for we used to have a retreat, and yeah. the uh, chef would always bring a great big banana cream pie and set it in front of me at the first meal of the meeting, just so everyone would feel comfortable to know that Good. I ate something that was unhealthy. Good, something. That's a banana. It's a banana. Um but over time, it's, and you know, I was just telling Caitlin the other day, it's so funny, I honestly never thought that I would stop craving Diet Coke, because to me, that was a substitute for sugar, you know what I mean? And I always, and I, it worried me, it really did. And I realized the other day, I don't crave it anymore. Like I, I have LaCroix with some palm juice in it or something, you know. Well, water is so much better. Water is better than all of it. Why do we drink water? We drink water to meet the need of the body for water That's and right. also to flush out toxins. And see uh, Diet Cokes and things like that, they're all contaminated with a bunch of stuff in there that the body has to detoxify. So you're not getting the water you need to detoxify and you're um, how much water really loading should up be, with something that needs to be removed. How much, should we, how much water should we be drinking? The amount of water a person okay. needs, um, generally it's about one half your body weight in grams, and that's going to fluctuate depending on whether you're living on a diet of lettuce or you're living on a diet of uh, steak. So having water with you, so, huh, that, okay, so I have to, I'm going to do that before our next podcast. I'm going to start drinking water the way I should uh, and then because I start out with okay so two subjects today coffee I start out with coffee is that okay I put whip oh this is something you taught me about whipping cream there was a time when our when my family was very highly allergic and I used to put milk in things milk in the cereal milk in everything and you and you talked about how that was hard to digest and then I went to half and half, but you were saying that the whipping cream is pasteurized differently. So now with our coffee, we put in some whipping cream and maybe I'll put some of that monk fruit stevia 
is that a better coffee than say you, <laughs> coffee? You don't drink coffee, do you? Probably. I don't drink coffee, okay. and I, so I'm not an expert <clears throat> on you know the coffee thing. Uh, even if you are drinking coffee and moderate consumption of coffee is not a problem, but it doesn't mm -hmm. replace water. Right. You still need the pure water, and I try and get the purest water I can, because you know health is has two components. One uh, is getting the uh, best nutrition that you possibly can, and the other is avoiding loading the body up with as many toxins. Got it. As you can. So. Uh, What's a pure water for you? I know that we buy pure food. water for me. Well, I, is it? I uh, distill water, or most of the time, what I do is I uh, go to a spring uh, that comes right out of the side of a mountain, and I get uh, water and use that for my that's drinking you? and my cooking. That's you? You're that guy that's over... <laughs> I travel a long distance to the spring, yes. Wow. <laughs> Not everybody's going to do that. But you can so get good most, water you can is get important. Most of uh, the pollutants out of water by combination of a distillation or a solid charcoal block. Okay. If you distill, you have to realize you're removing trace minerals, and you need to do some trace mineral supplementation, or you're going to wind up mineral deficient. So water, okay, so that's one of the things I'm going to work on. But the second question that I had for you is just uh, with cravings, you know, I, I feel like I'm replacing my Hidden sugar. Hidden hungers, yes. Yeah, I feel like I'm replacing with, uh, sugar with some things really help me and satisfy me. And one of them lately has been avocados. Uh -huh. And I always felt guilty about having avocados but now of course the big thing is avocado toast and everything but my uh, daughter was the one who started he, she started having avocados pouring lemon on it all of a sudden I'm in love with avocados it's so this is something that is it's a good fat that can it, it seems to be satisfying cravings but now I'm having like two and three avocados a day so is that Something that avocado and eggs are two of the best sources of quality fat that you can get. And I even put those together yesterday. I had like a over easy egg with an avocado with lemon on it, and I thought, I'm so happy. So that's a that's a good breakfast versus cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> Oops, yeah, I should mention. I mean sugars or cereal. It's going to stabilize the blood sugar, and you won't be hungry for a good part of the mm -hmm. day, probably. One of, the, one of the things that happens with people is, um, of course, insulin stimulates appetite. So if you have something sweet first thing in the day, it tends to increase your appetite through the whole day. The other thing that happens is when someone is malnourished, let's say you're deficient in zinc or chromium or vitamin B1, something like that, uh, people get what we call hidden hungers. And... Um, my, my mother was like that. She was always hungry. Um, and then when you supply the nutrients that are missing, all of a sudden the appetite levels out and you're not famished all the time where you need to eat. Okay, that's uh, key. I'll give right you a, there. a couple of illustrations. My mother, um, she uh, called up uh, the gal that started her on the supplements and said, uh, I'm taking the amount that you recommended, but I'm hungry all the time. And the gal said, well, take uh, three times as much. Take, uh, take six rather than two a day. My mother did that, and all of a sudden, the, the hidden hungers 
stopped and she wasn't wanting wow. to eat all so day. Wow, so what were those three, what were the things that, that you mentioned, vitamin B? So it was the basic multiple. Now, another situation, I have a sister and she was hungry all the time and never felt full. Mm-hmm. And what resolved her problem was even though she was eating all this food, she wasn't digesting it. Mm-hmm. And when she got digestive aids, mm-hmm. she felt full. And the uh, impact was so dramatic that she went from, she was like a size 16 or 18, and she went down to a size 8 to 10, somewhere in there. Uh, okay, and it was so just because to she took this. digestive aids mm-hmm. with her food and was able to digest it and break it down and get the nutrients from it. Now, you know that uh, we take at least the basis... Uh, the, the pro-vitality packet that we take has the, the trianin, the salmon oil, the carotenoid, and the, what is it, formula four or something? There's a fourth Multiple. one in there? Multiple. So which one is the digestive aid in there? Is that the... There are some digestive aids in the uh, multiple. But that's not enough if someone has serious digestive problems. So you would go with what's a di- what's an example of a, new, uh, a digestive aid We We supplement? have a... Uh, supplement called uh, beta uh, beta zyme it's a combination of hydrochloric acid and pancreatic enzymes yeah you used to give you gave hydrochloric that acid works in the stomach and pancreatic enzymes work in the small intestine these products are actually targeted so that they release in the right area in the digestive tract so beta zyme i've heard you talk about that over the years for different when i've come to you with different challenges with my family Betazyme, I think you have given us over the years, might have been for, for different things, but I've never heard it in connection with, I know that digestion is important, but with weight loss, that's interesting to, we need to add that. Well, and digestive, aid, <laughs> digestive aids are very anti-inflammatory also. Right. So, uh, yeah, they, they can be very helpful. When a... Uh, Pancreatic enzymes, for example, are helpful when a person is either overweight or underweight. Got it. Like a uh, thyroid. If they're underweight, sort of thing. They, they're not getting the, the food, they can't use it, and so they waste away. Right. If they're overweight, uh, it helps them to get the nutrition from the food, but also suppresses inflammation in the digestive tract. How much a day? Like a couple extra a day? Just a. That's going to kind of vary with the individual okay. and how serious the Got problem it. is. Well, that's very good. Uh, and also good. the amount of food that they eat. If you eat a small amount of food, you may not need any digestive aids at all. Whereas if you go out to a restaurant and you eat a big meal Got with it. a bunch of rancid fat in it, uh, you're probably going to need digestive aids to be able to and, handle that. And I know this may sound like a crazy question, but it's something that I never had asked for years. But what is a good indication that you are having good digestion? I've heard some people say that you need to have a bowel movement after every meal. I've heard some people say that once a day is fine. I've heard some people, I know that uh, some people that I've known that have been on um, a lot of pharmaceuticals, it stops up all of that ability to have bowel movements, you know, and that that, that in, an, in and of itself is an indication that you're not digesting. Is that correct? Or Well, the number of times the person eliminates probably should be roughly comparable to the number of times they have a meal. Huh. I used to have a a chart on the wall of my office um, 
It was called the Bristol Stool Chart. And it had pictures of the stool and what's abnormal and what's normal. Oh, jeez. So there's actually someone that's gone to uh, detailed work on determining, you know, that's what the stool should look like. That's because you're a clinical nutritionist. Like. <laughs> yes. I don't have that hanging up anymore. Yeah. I've moved on to better things. <laughs> but, but that's a good, a lot, of, I was surprised, though, at how um, I had some relatives that had, um, how much that can affect your life if you don't have elimination. It's just yeah, And huge. the critical thing is it's, it's not um, that you're eliminating every day because some people eliminate every day, but they have a very sluggish, slow transit time. And it's the transit time that's the critical factor in how the elimination is working. The food should move through the body within 18 to 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, the bile acids break down and form carcinogens that can cause um, cancer of the colon. you got two of the most potent cancer-causing chemicals in nature that are elaborated from um, bile acids that break down because the transit time is too slow. Interesting. So you can you can measure transit time. If you eat corn on the cob, you can kind of see when the, the corn cobs go through, or you can uh, swallow a substance called cochineal or charcoal tablets and see how long the transit time takes. But you want that uh, more rapid transit time in order to prevent digestive Is 18 problems. to 24 hours about, that's a rapid? 18 to 24 hours mm -hmm. is optimal. Okay, got it. I don't know how that came up, but I think my and avocados are helping me. <laughs> and the stool should be uh, large because if you have a small stool, it's hard. You're gonna, it's going to promote varicose veins and hemorrhoids and all kinds of different problems mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. um, there's a Dr. Dennis Burkett that um, used to travel around to medical conventions, and he compared the stool of Africans to the stool of Americans, the Africans consumed uh, 60 to 100 grams of fiber a day. The average American usually gets 8 to uh, 18. We should have a minimum of at least 35 grams of fiber a day to bulk up the stool and uh, keep transit time within a healthy range. Which means have the orange instead of the orange juice, the apple instead yes. of the apple juice. Yeah, what we do is we remove the fiber from all of our foods. So mm -hmm. you eat a pizza, you know, and the fiber is removed from the wheat, and the orange juice, the fiber is removed from the orange. And uh, but in the, but the, way, in the, the way most Americans eat, it's really hard to get 35 grams of fiber a day. So if you were to get, but when you take, like, say, a carotenoid, which is one of the smushed up, the way that I describe it is the smushed up veggies that, that we've been taking, you know, through the Neolife, that's a, that's fiber in it as well, right? No. No? They, no fiber in it. They there. take the fiber in Actually, uh, How do you get carotenoids it? have anti-cancer properties. Got and, it. Uh, the uh, carotenoid is actually tightly bound to the fiber mm -hmm. so that uh, unless you do s special processing, uh, you don't absorb a lot of carotenoid from things like carrots or... Uh, apricots or different foods mm -hmm. like that. So what uh, Neolife does is they have a patented technology where they do an extraction of the carotenoids. They put it in a, a nitrogen uh, processing so that because carotenoids protect us from what's called free radical oxygen which promotes aging and uh, degenerative disease. 
And uh, so one bottle of carotenoid is equivalent to consuming about 250 pounds of raw fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. How do you get your fiber, real quick? I, you get your fiber from eating whole foods. You can supplement too, Neolife has a, a fiber supplement. When I'm working with someone, I work with diet first and then we supplement with the things where I think the person is weakest and is going to get the most benefit. Got it. Well, thank you guys so much for this episode. Um, again, if you have any questions for Jim McAfee, you can reach out to him at imageawareness.com or you can reach out to me at samson12.com and I can forward your request along.